Hello, my friends, and welcome to Band Hacks, a podcast designed to discuss the many ins and outs of band directing in the great state of Texas. I am Doug Fullwood, and with me is Jason Webb, and we are coming to you from the Royce City ISD Performing Arts Center in Royce City, Texas, just east of Dallas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we get into all things band. Welcome back and Merry Christmas, everybody. We're well, we're not quite there. We're uh, about a week away, aren't we? Yep. Yeah. Some people are closer than us. Yes. Yeah, some people are out of of uh, school right now, and that is not us. Yeah. No. no. So still hanging out for a few more days. Absolutely. Finals and all that good stuff. Well, welcome back to uh, another episode of Band Hacks. Today, we are going to get into the wonderful world of. Talking about selecting designers um, for marching band and the the people that you're choosing to um, write your stuff, whether it's drill design or music, guard choreography, like all the different things. Now, let me preface all of this by saying I realize there are some of you that, that listen that that's not really much of a thing for you to consider based on the amount of resources and budget that you have. So, you know, this is obviously not going to be a one size fits all episode, but there will be some good information, I think, to consider as you go through this process, whether you are starting, you know, for example, let's say that you write your own drill and all you do is buy music from somebody and, you know, or you do a stock show and, you know, you hire a drill designer, whatever, whatever your situation is. Um, we're just going to kind of run through the gamut of all of this. Okay. So the, the very first question I think, um, I want to look at is going to have to do with just initially finding and selecting a designer. What does that process need to look like? Um, for us, I I try to um, find out kind of who is in our area and uh, working with some of the groups that we've liked their shows in the past. Okay. Um, but also just, you know, reaching out to your individual network of people. Right. Uh, reaching out to somebody that's written your music before or reaching out to a drill writer that, uh, that may, you may work not be somebody. near us anymore, but yeah. um, somebody that you can get some suggestions for. Um, and then just kind of finding out about the process for each individual designer, because there are a range of different expectations, I think, um, not with just the design, but how it's all accomplished and come up with and, and all of that. So something that fits your program Mm -hmm. and, um, and somebody that you can communicate well with and, um, that has some, you know, glowing reviews. Right. Definitely. I I think getting that feedback from people who have worked and had success with those guys is really important. Um, you know, depending on who you're talking about, you can ask that question and, and what you may get are just a range of answers depending on who the designer is. There are some guys that, um, are very well known for writing great stuff, but are also very well known for not delivering things on time. Um, you know, in terms of band director expectation, which, you know, there's, there's a couple of schools of thought on that. A lot of times, especially music guys, um, or, and even drill designers do this too, where it's like, well, you've got, you've got some of it, you've got something to work on, you know, you, do you feel like you're behind because you're really not, you know? And I mean, I've even seen guys joke about that on Facebook, you know, and I'm just like, look, I, I get where they're coming from and, and do we have extra things to work on? Absolutely we do. But however, comma, if that's not what we agreed to, then that to me is an issue. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. and, and I've, and I know personally when I was directing, I've been in that situation where you hire a drill designer, you agree to terms, you don't get what you want. He tries to go back and revise. It's just like, you're so frustrated that you're like, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to pay you for your, your movement that you did. And, and I'm going to go under a different direction because I can't, I can't work under these circumstances, you know? Yeah. And, and then there's kind of the other side of the coin where we, we pay somebody to do that. They, they do it. We get it. We don't like it. We hate it. And we try to force it on the field and it's a horrible experience for everyone, um, you know, going forward. So 
I think um, as, as you're looking at who these designers are, you know, be willing to have candid discussions with them about their processes, about um, timelines, costs, those types of things, because, you know, if they can't answer your questions to your satisfaction, trust me, you're not going to want to work with them. Like, like understand that if you're easy going, oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Then great. But if, if you have a personality, I know, and I was this way where it's like, um, I want to be able to know I'm going to have drill, have music, have whatever in my hands so that I can have time to review it before I get it to my students. I do not want to be receiving marching band drill the morning that I'm going to start teaching it. Right. That is not that is not good. And, and it sets everybody else, you know, up. Um, it, it sets your kids up for, uh, stress and your staff and, and it just, it's just not good. Um, when, when you end up in that kind of a situation. So, so but the other thing is when you're selecting these designers, you're, you're deciding, I think you have to decide what's really critically important to you about the, the process and communicate that. One of the other things band directors are notoriously bad for is actually communicating what they would like to see when that is a question that goes to things like instrumentation. Um, you know, don't tell me your kids are monster players if they're really not, yeah. you know, um, be, be reasonable with what you're, you're trying to do, especially if you're having something, um, you know, professionally arranged what's the point of having somebody arrange it for your band because it's arranged for your band. So all of that information needs to be communicated. And, and then the other part of that is the designer needs to hold to that. Now that said, if there are deviations that need to be made from what your expectations or requirements were, okay, have a conversation. Don't just do it. I had a guy one time completely change the closer of my, my show without even telling me he was doing it and just thought, yeah, yeah. And this is many, many years ago, just thought, well, you know, the, the other tune I was working on, it was too difficult. So I just couldn't get it to where we needed. So we're going to put this one in instead. And I was like, (laughs) no, no, we're not going to do that. You know? And, and, and again, that was, that was back before when you, you, you really started working with somebody, not everybody had a contract, not everybody had, um, it, it was kind of a, here's how much it costs. I'll do business with you. You do business with me. And that was it. You know, yeah. there was not, you know, a, a legal ramifications. Uh, and of course it was probably back when people were just randomly arranging things without copyright permission oh, yeah. because you know, why not? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So, but, but those kinds of things, they, they really do happen. So for me, when I'm looking at picking somebody, um, I think there's an interview process. I really do. Yeah. And, and it's not just, let's go see who's got the coolest website. And I really think that it's important that you look at their body of work. You know, some of the groups that they've written for, you're able to see, hear videos, watch those types of things so that you can really understand what you're getting or potentially what you're getting. Um, and then the other part of that is, I think the most critical thing is we all want to be kind humans to each other. We all want to, you know, kind of joke around and understand if you're texting with your designer, you're emailing with your designer, you guys are joking back and forth. It's still a business relationship. And that can go south very, very quickly if the designer doesn't do what they're supposed to do. Or if you as a director don't do what you're supposed to do, like pay people on time. Right. right? And and so there there is an element where it, it yes, be nice. It is still a business relationship. And if you cross that boundary, you really set yourself up for problems later on um, in terms of you know, not being able to have a difficult conversation because you don't want the guy to be mad at you. And he's still in the middle of your show or she still in the middle of your show. And you don't want that to impact your student. So you have to be really careful at that moment as well. You know? Right. Absolutely. So uh, I feel like I'm the only one talking right now. <laughs> well, no, hey, I mean, you're saying all the good stuff. So I, you know, 
my first experience where I didn't get what I wanted was, I, I want to say it was my first year needing to hire somebody, yep. um, like the beginning of my career. And <clears throat> I was getting ready for summer band. And we were getting ready to start putting drill in the field. August 1st is here. And I didn't have any drill. Mm. And I thought, this this can't be, you know, I, we've known what we were doing. We had somebody hired and all of this. And, right. And I don't remember ever, I, I don't know if I signed a contract. I, I don't remember back that far. But if I, <laughs> if I, I, I called him. Mm-hmm. And said, like, hey, I don't have anything to teach my kids. Mm-hmm. And almost word for word what you were saying a second ago, they said, um, they said, well, do you feel like you're behind? Because, you know, there's a lot of other groups that don't have their drill either. Okay, you know? okay. And that, so- yes. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> that That is such an excellent point. I'm going to interrupt because I, I, I have to say this, and here it goes. Stop gaslighting people. When you said you were going to deliver something and you did not, that is simply you not doing what you said you were going to do. It's not, well, oh, you know, everybody else is burp, burp. No, that, that is not what anybody agreed to. And, and if you as the designer are operating in that fashion, I, I'm sorry, that's just, it's not ethical. Yeah, it's no. just not. And, and it's, and, and not only that, your lack of taking care of business, it harms kids, whether you, whether you realize it or not, you're not just hurting the director, you're hurting those kids. Cause that stressed out director is going into rehearsal with those kids and they have a product or they don't have a product that will not work. Right. You know? And, and it is frustrating for the kids, but it's also like for somebody that wants to, you know, I, I always want to come off as prepared and organized for my students, Absolutely. especially. But, um, I mean, I ended up getting drilled the next day. And so we went out there. And you know, now hang on though. And you know that he spent like 0. 0.5 uh-huh. seconds on that. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, sorry. But, uh, I, I'm going to get fired up. <laughs> no, it's all good. And we put the first set out there and, uh, you know, everything's great. looks good. Put the second set out there, practice set to set. It doesn't work. Everything, like the numbers are jacked up. Like oh, on yeah. the second one, yeah, it was like they do the move. You can see the move on the animation, right? But then it was automatically back to their original spots. Oh, and okay. so it was like this doesn't. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, it was. It was. It was awful. I. I just that kind of stuff. I just. I really, really struggle with. Now, don't get me wrong. Designers can make errors. Um, that, that's a the thing. They're humans, just like we are. Band directors can make errors. I, I think you know at, at the most basic core. Um, principles of doing something within the activity, you know, I think the first thing we need to do is check our egos at the door and go, okay, what are we trying to accomplish here? What are we agreeing to? And then I need to make sure that I meet or exceed the expectations that I have agreed to, whether that's director or designer. So for example, it may be, well, you know, you've had this instrumentation sheet for your arranger for a month and you haven't sent him anything. And so he's having to email you and be like, hey, I need your instrumentation. I can't get going on this. Or the other part is expecting a designer to start on a show before you have copyright clearance. Yeah. Most of them will not do that. Right. Um, and, and if they do, that that's a question mark, right? I mean, because you, you don't ever want to start a project and then have, have a risk of copyright not being available for that particular selection. Yeah, because um, then they put in all the work. And, and this is just just to yeah. state the obvious but right. if you have your you have your writer start writing for something that hasn't been approved on copyrights and they write it and then it doesn't get approved they did all of that work right. for nothing right and and they're foolish if they did that like right. we know that oh, yeah. but you know it, it's it's just it's stuff like that where we we don't even like we haven't even started teaching this and it's already messed up there's already a problem. There's already an issue. So, um, but you know, but you know, kind of back to what, what you were saying about the designer can think whatever they want to think about your wanting what they said they were going to give you. Like they're human. You don't have any control over their perspective on that. Right. However, if it is you that's sitting there without what you need, then you're going to be mad you're going to be angry 
and you're going to just like want to strangle somebody, or at least that's what, that's what I, that's where I was. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, this is impacting my students. It's impacting the whole thing. And, and of course, when you get into that realm, it's impacting, you know, the way you're interacting with everybody too, because you're mad about it. You know that you have a certain schedule that you're wanting to keep and now you're not able to keep it because you don't have what you need. And the answer can't be, oh, well, you know, just work fundamentals. Okay, that's not what I planned to do. I didn't plan to do that. I plan to teach drill today. This is a drill day. What if it rains tomorrow? You know, yeah. you, you, you just get spun up in all of those things. And I just, I think that communication, not a, not a understanding, not a, I think I have an understanding of what's happening here, but what are the deadlines? How much is it going to cost? If for some reason you want something changed, is that possible, right? Yeah. Um, or, and and if there's going to be changes that, that you're requesting, how much time is that going to take? And is it going to cost you more money? And around and around and around we go. Right. Right? So. Um, for me, and, and sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. But I... Um, for me, in selecting a designer, you have to know their process and know what the um, like what the contract's going to say, but what their process is with regards to coming up with the show and the deadlines and all of that. But then there's a huge trust factor as well, yep. because a lot of the contracts you're going to sign with designers are not meant to protect like the band if they don't get what they ask for 100 percent. that's but, right um and, and so we've you know we've as we've worked together we've hired people that we knew personally mm -hmm. yep. we've hired people that we knew of because they were you know big names that worked with really big groups right um and we've worked with people that don't work with a ton of groups yep and people that have worked with you know, a whole bunch of groups every single year. And so we've had all of those experiences and it's trying to find a happy medium with, you know, somebody that the process is, is what you want it to be, or at least close. Right. Um, as well as you not being on the bottom of their list. And it's somebody that you can, um, form a relationship with where it's, you know, it's, trustworthy on both sides right right well and, and and because that that peace of mind that you're talking about where you're not worried about that because you know this individual has delivered before and barring some catastrophic emergency you know they're going to do exactly what they said they were going to do right. and then that puts you in a place where you can move forward you know and prepare for your students yeah. um i just i, I think that as you sit down and, and you have these conversations with people, you need to, like you said, know their process, but also things need to be super clear. And the contracts, as you read through them, they don't always get into dates. Um, if they do, a lot of times what it is, is, is there's a final payment due date yeah. and that's pretty much it. Right. right. Um, and then, it's, and the, I can understand that because it's generic for all of their groups. So they're not going to say right. that like, Hey, you know, all these, all these 20 groups, their right. final product is going to be due on August 1st or something. Right. But, but I think too, the, the thing you have to remember is it's exactly what you said. A contract, let's get into that. A contract is not designed to protect the organization that is hiring, um, the, the designer that's not that's not who's who it protects it protects the the designer um to make sure that what expectations um they are willing to put in writing are there and then so that they have recourse if you decide you don't want to pay or you're ending up paying late and those types of things right so like think about it like this is an apartment lease right this is an apartment lease where I'm going to sign this and I'm agreeing to live here and pay this much for this period of time. That's what I'm agreeing to. All the other stuff is going to be, um, to protect the apartment from liability in most cases, which is why you get renter's insurance. If you're going to do something like that. Right. right? Yep. So in, in this particular case though, 
you need to remember that if you get something that you don't want or that you don't like, that is not an objective matter. That is a subjective matter, meaning you may not like it, but somebody else might like it. So there's not really a delineation. There's not a, a rubric or a set of criteria that is, is written down that this project, whether it's a drill or music or choreography has to meet. There's no. that's not how they, they do that. And part of that too is, is the creative process, right? There is, there is something to be said for not wanting to rush the creative process and really be able to spend appropriate time thinking through different scenarios, working through different scenarios. You know, um, the, the, th the thing that, that tends to happen more so than anything, our designers take on way too many shows. And then we go back to that whole contract thing where you sign and they, as far as the contracts are concerned, have met all of the requirements. I mean, I've literally, I've literally talked to directors that have said, well, I hired this guy to be my program coordinator and to do all these different things, but I didn't even get any of the choreography I paid for. I ended up having to do that myself. And then the drill didn't work. And, then, and I, I hear that all the time, yep. all the time. And, and the frustrating part about it for me is it's just not necessary. And, and I think too, from a design standpoint, I, I mean, I get that most guys, that's how they make their full-time living. And so maybe, maybe they need to take 20 shows or 30 shows. Maybe they need to do that to make ends meet. Okay, fine. But if that's the case, then you need to be able to meet all of those expectations. Not, well, this school's paying me the most money, so I'm going to put them at the top. I just, I, I can't, I can't wrap my brain around that. And, and there'll be some designers that are disagreeing right now and I don't care. Um, that's just my point of view. Um, and, and it's our show. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, but it just it ab absolutely crawls all over me when I go work with a band, um, during marching season and I, and it's almost the same thing every time you know, well, we still haven't put this part of our drill on the field and we didn't get the movement to until four weeks in and, and you're just going, Oh my gosh. And, 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 and that's the hard part about it. And, and designers, they'll do this too. They'll turn their phones off and they won't communicate. And, you know, you'll, you'll go a week, maybe two weeks and not hear a, a blessed thing from them. And then all of a sudden, Oh, Hey, sorry, I just got behind. I was trying to get focused on getting all this stuff done. And, you know, your show's up next. <laughs> yeah, ex yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. I'm, the dots are going down now. And the, the other part of that for me that drives me absolutely bonkers is you know the amount of time that they're spending on your kids. And I say kids because that's what it is. I'm sorry. It, it, that is exactly what it is, whether it's music or drill or choreography or whatever, you know, even, even percussion writing. That is that is going to impact your kids positively or negatively. And so if you're cramming that the same way a high school student would study for a semester final, I'm sorry, but I don't think that's worth 10 grand. I don't think that's worth 20 grand. I don't think that's yeah. worth a grand. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and so I, I just, I, they're for the guys that are out there and they're doing it well, they're putting in the appropriate amount of time and you really are paying for the time that, that they spend on it. And, and I will tell you just from, from writing drill in, in my past, it is a time consuming thing to do. If you're doing it correctly, you're not just going to write a whole movement in a day. It's very, very unusual for something like that to, to go down, not and have it be of quality. But the other thing that, that I've seen is we see this designer wrote this drill, this designer wrote this drill, and we start comparing those designs from the same designer, and they look remarkably similar. Yes. Transitionally, we go from, uh, okay, well, we have a scatter to a big hit, and then we rotate the box, and then we rotate it again, and then we spread out to, to you know files, and it's just like, ah, Okay, but I've seen all of that. That, yeah. that there's nothing and unique. That's, that's 
Yeah, that's the defense I think that you could use against it being a creative process. Right. Because if the creative process was was experienced once and then you made that into a formula that uh-huh. like mm-hmm. every band you're going to do is going to have that same formula. Right. That's not being creative. No, it's not. It's not at all. And I'll tell you another thing too, like um some of the coolest moves um that are the most difficult to execute things that rotate things that float, um, you know, float in a big shape, which I don't know why anybody floats shapes across the field and just don't do that. It's just not good. But, but, but in, in those, those situations, it takes about 0.5 seconds in pieware to execute that move. Yeah. And it'll take you the whole season to clean it. Yep. Like, so it, it's you just kind of, it's just not, yeah. I'm, and, and <laughs> you know, something else that, because I know that, we're doing this. We're doing this episode right now because everybody's kind of locking in what they're going to do next year, yeah, locking right. in who they're going to hire. Um, you know, an experience that I've 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 heard of is that you know you get your person hired, yeah, right, and um, they get back to you on like their show in February or March, right, and they say you know this is your show, and if you don't like that show. And you don't want to do that show. You have to think to yourself, you know, is is it going to take another two or three months mm-hmm. to get a different show? Yep. Um, and so you end up being stuck with you know whatever they want to do or whatever this first process was. Yeah. And um, I mean, you're just you're kind of backed into a corner, but you're also under contract. Right, exactly. And and I think, you know, the other the other part of it is and we were talking about this before we started recording, you know, there are there are guys out there that they are happy to have the staff be a collaborative part of what's going on. And there are some that are like, No, I just want to work with whoever your program coordinator is. In fact, I don't really want to hear from you necessarily. I'm just gonna send you your stuff based on what this guy is saying is okay. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we, we kind of rock along. I, I am not a fan of that particular approach. Um, and the reason why is because I think that, um, if anybody knows my students abilities, um, out of all of the people involved, it's going to be me. It's not necessarily going to be the people that are doing the writing. And so now that's not to say that directors might have, um, let's call them deficiencies and understanding how to or how to execute and put some of these moves or how to get the music written into the students. Like there may be a, a, an issue that way, if that makes sense. But, but the thing about it is, you know, if the staff's got no say, then, you know, you, you gotta understand you're agreeing to that. Yeah. You're, you're saying, yes, okay, here you are, Mr. Whoever you are, here's your 30 grand and you go just let it rip and whatever we get, we get, yeah. get what you get and you don't throw a fit. That's it. Right. Yeah. Now what's interesting about that is I cannot tell you the number of times where I've talked to guys that have worked with individuals in the program coordinator role and they will get drill in and it will be just ridiculous that like just why 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 would you do that you know here let's let's just park the you know what let's take the battery and we'll put them back in the in the end zone and we'll just park them there for a little bit and then we'll take the woodwinds we'll put them in a box and you know what let's put them in the other end zone and and it, yeah I know. you know and, and okay so then then it goes like this so the band director calls the designer and goes okay this isn't going to work for us and the designer says, well, I'm sorry, but, you know, the program coordinator said it was fine. And now you're stuck. Yeah. Now, you know? can I, I, yeah. Because I, this, wasn't, this wasn't recent, okay? But <laughs> I've, I've had this experience in designers of, of long past. and <laughs> the, ghost, I, the ghost of designers past. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Christmas episode. That's right. Um, where I get the first two or three movements having not seen anything prior. Right. Yep. Yep. So I get two or three movements at a time and it's not going to work. Like it's mm-hmm. not good. It's like, <laughs> it's the opposite of it good. It's opposite of good. <laughs> right. And, um, and, 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 
and honestly, even even technically wise, like it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Right. Um, and then express that. Yes. And not only were they did they say like, hey, listen, this is this this is what you you know this uh-huh. is what you're going to do. Uh-huh. You, you just make it work. Do it. Yep. Um, and then we say no. I can't. You know, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Then they um, and, and it's and so this is, this it's is so the, uncomfortable, right? Yeah, it's it absolutely is so uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yes. The only thing that makes it a little bit more comfortable is if you hire somebody from out of state that you never see face to face. But that's also it's it's an easy out for them as well because yes. they never have to like come exactly up, come up to you and, and bow up to you about their drill and stuff, right? Or um, music, depending right. on yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, anyways, the that experience um, because we were under contract. Um, that experience ended like, hey, listen, I can rewrite all of this for you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to tell another band mm-hmm. that I'm not going to write their drill anymore. Yes. Because I have this certain amount of time slotted for you. Yes. And it's already gone. Right. And this is what you have. Correct. Yes. And, and oh, by the way, it's going to cost $1,500 more. Well, yeah. That, mm-hmm. At least. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's. So, because they've got a, yeah, I mean, that's their, they are, they are telling another band that, oh, yes. hey listen i'm not going to take your money because right. i have to rewrite for this other band so they're well, going to charge you extra right or they're or they're telling you that they're going to say that right regardless of whether they are or not correct and 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 that's i think that's another thing too is is you you have to it's the communication part of this that is so critical um because you know, if you're, if you have very specific expectations, like, I mean, as you guys listen to me talk, I sound like somebody that would probably have very specific expectations. I'm not going to go find a program coordinator and say, here, what's my band going to do? I'm not going to do that. I know I'm not going to do that. Right. I, I, having done that, (laughs) having done that, right. I would say that you are going to have to have a lot of trust in someone and have a relationship like already built that uh-huh. like, you know, maybe, maybe the relationship started off with like me and you collaborate on this thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we collaborate and then we, um, we decide like, this will be a really good show. And then you send me like five sets of drill, 10 sets of drill or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, wow, this doesn't suck. Well, let's keep <laughs> going, you know? And right. Right. As opposed to you send me, you know, 50 sets of drill that you spent the last week on. Right. And, and, um, and the, and the second page is garbage and, and you've got 48 that you can't even get to. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and I work with you on it like that for several years or something. And then we develop a relationship that I'm just like, hey, listen, I don't have time to like review your drill every week. Right. I just, I trust you. This right. is, let's go. And, t- and what's funny about that is it's very, very difficult to get to that point with a designer. It really is. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I, will, I will say this, you know, you, you see things, even even things that the really stellar groups do, where you just kind of look at it and go, "Juice was not worth the squeeze there." Now, now there's some other things where it's like, "Oh my gosh, that's phenomenal, that's incredible," you know. Yeah. But again, the kids are still the ones performing what was written. You're pushing dots on a page. You're dropping not, uh, notes on a page, you know. Yeah. And so the the student performers still have to bring to life whatever it is that you you are doing. And but but again, if that trust is not there, we have to ask questions. We have to be really really clear. And and so if if you're saying I need my drill, whatever movement by this particular date. That needs to be in writing between you and the designer. Now, designer might not be willing to do that, and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay if he doesn't want to do that. That's that's his role. We'll talk about designer uh, perspective here as well, um, but because there are some very big issues that band directors cause designers from time to time. So I want to make sure we're catching both sides oh, yeah. of this Absolutely. equation. But but you know, you just have to have a level of comfort and trust and like you know ask the designer how how can i communicate with you do you want text do you want email what what is going to get to you the easiest because a lot of times what happens is designers get really into the the throw of their season and they don't want to pick up their phone and text and go back and forth what they'd rather do is focus on their writing and then have a spot where they check their email go into their email okay cool and then and then we go on some of them are like that and and they are in very high demand. So whatever their creative process is, that's something that you definitely want to respect 
and not encroach upon. Because if you do, then they are going to not talk to you. Yeah. They're going to stop, stop communicating. And I, I, I agree. I know that there have been several like designer band director, like all over the state that, you know, that they have falling outs over, over whatever went wrong in the show. They sure. didn't get this on time. Hey, this, this happens band every year. Pay me. And, That's right. And all of that stuff. So, um, but I would say that for, for the band directors, um, and for the designers, for the designers, if you don't run things by the directors, mm-hmm. or if you just, um, are so focused on like, we're going to do this show because this is amazing. And like, yeah. I don't need anybody else's input other than my own. Right. Um, you set yourself up for your client being disappointed. Sure. And if you're a band director and you sign the contract and you allow them to do that, you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Exactly. And, um, you know, I just think that there's a happy medium that, I, I think there can be. Yeah. Now, l- let me let me throw this at you though too. There there are schools of thought where a staff decides I'm not going to do the program coordinator thing anymore. We're just going to work collaboratively with an arranger, a drill designer, da 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 da. And then the 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 thought goes, well, okay, yeah, they made that change. They went away from that program coordinator, and they actually placed worse the next year than they did in previous years. And like, I think, I think that argument, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily um, disagree with some of that Um, where I think that gets real muddy. Number one is when you start comparing bands year to year, right? I mean, we really ought to be getting better and stronger and developing new vocabulary as our program grows. So, so that I I can see part of that argument. I really can. But, but the other part of it is if the condition of working with a group is going to be that there must be a program coordinator that I'm familiar working with, then that needs to be set up front as a designer. You need to be upfront about that and go, this is the only way I'm going to work. Sure. Okay, and I'll, and I'll, on the design side too, I'm sorry, I'm bouncing all over the place. On the design side, um, one of the worst conversations to have with a, a a school is when things are going well, and you are not able to continue writing for them for whatever reason. You have to say. I'm so sorry. I, I don't have the space anymore for whatever reason. That's not a fun conversation to have. Right. However, you know, it, it's one of those where you kind of go, I have to be upfront about what my schedule and situation is. And I've had guys do that to me before where it's like, Oh, you know, write for you for a few years and go, okay, are you going to write for us next year? Nope. Okay. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it's yeah. just like, okay, well, I mean, the hard part about that is we as directors can certainly take that personally, whether it is intended that way or not. Sure. And, and so, you know, there, there's just so many aspects of this, but like the designers, they, they, they know this stuff. They understand what their business model needs to look like. And while you might be upset with them, they have to, earn their livelihood. They have to do what they feel is in the best interest of their business for their family. Right. Sure. Now that all of that considering just because that person doesn't want to operate under your, um, requirement circumstances, you know, things that doesn't mean you can't go find someone that, that, that will, you yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and the other thing too, is it may be that you need to tweak, some of your expectations. Maybe you need to loosen that level of control just a little bit to be able to have who you are paying thousands of dollars as an expert advise you on what your group probably needs to be doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And I just, uh, for, for me, that not only do the directors need to have these conversations with the designer on what their process is going to be or what their expectations are going to be, but the designers need to be upfront about it as well. Like exactly. I've known, um, you know, kind of what we've gotten ourselves into, like with, with designers like every year. Sure. Right. Um, but that wasn't my first experience. My first experience was 
was okay like let's collaborate right and then i realized about when it was too late yeah that there was no collaboration right and so it would be like me saying listen my you know taylor swift like <laughs> all my kids love taylor swift okay and like you know her her niece goes to school here or whatever and like we really want to do a taylor swift show and the designer saying yeah you know that sounds awesome like i've got some really good ideas and then two months later coming back and saying we're gonna do a john cage show right and i've already got we're all just the flags picked out i've got yeah. all of this stuff picked out right this is the show we're doing we're gonna do we're gonna do 433 <laughs> once and then we're gonna do another two minutes of it yeah and call it good that way we've made our time that's time. it yeah and and, and so i mean uh, again knowing what their process is knowing that like you're going to get something that you want or at least the start of it to 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 work um you got to have these conversations ahead of time so totally. um if you've hired a new designer or if you've hired a new music writer or drill writer i would i would think that you'd want to have like friendly conversations with them prior to um coming up with what show you want yeah to do. well and two like what are your hot button topics as far as designers because most of us have had a bad experience so what do we not want to see right and that's what i used to do is i would I, I, and I'll, I'll tell the story there was one year where i composed a huge email and and i had all of the things that i did not want to see in the show and i did that so the designer could understand and not like waste time writing things that i didn't want to see I get the first movement in and it's like, it was almost like he took everything that I said I didn't want and put it in there. Like he made a show out of it. He that. made a show like, out of it. That's right. I mean, and <laughs> what Doug doesn't want. Exactly. That's the name of the, the show. Correct. And, and so when, when the director has communicated those things and you're saying, okay, I understand. And then you come back with that. Like that just makes me want to cut your jugular. I mean, that it just, I don't understand that perspective. I just can't, yeah. um, you know, and, and I'll tell you another thing that happens too is you know, we were talking about power earlier. Some guys will, they'll do that, the rotation or they'll do, um, you know, they'll, uh, slant or they will crush or they will do things to these shapes that look like they are easy to teach when in all actuality, like there's fractions of a step and it's just not even close to being anywhere on the grid. And, and it's like, really? Why? Or my favorite is when somebody builds like a company front, two steps off the front hash. Like who does that? Why wouldn't you just put it on the hash if you're going to do that? Yep. You know? So it's just stuff like that where you just kind of shake your head. Now here, here's what I'll say to you on the designer side. These guys um, are, are like us in, in some respects in that they do have egos. Um, they do have standards that they hold themselves to. They do have uh, reputations. And those that have good reputations, they are very, very concerned about keeping those good reputations. Because in this business, all it takes is, oh, no, that wasn't good. Didn't enjoy that experience. Well, you just lost a client. Depending on what you're doing, that could be losing three grand. It could be losing 10 grand. It could be losing, you know, and now you, because that's what you do for a living, have to go teach private lessons. Doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to go make up that income somehow, you know? And yeah. so, and then the, the, the other part about it is a lot of these guys, if that is their sole source of income, they are expecting money in by a certain period of time and they budget their year out of that, you know? And, and I know a lot of guys supplement and they do indoor stuff and, you know, so they, they do work year round and, and that's all well and good. But, you know, think about, think about it from this perspective. You're a band director. You just worked for a month. You're waiting on your paycheck and then HR goes, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, um, we we still need to do some more paperwork here. Could you fill this this form out, and then we'll um, we'll we'll get it done just as quick as we can. You know, probably at the very latest, it'll be next month. You're not going to be okay with that. No, no. So, as a designer, why would you be okay with the director treating you in that way? And and I mean, I I will I will share a story. I'm not going to say who it was. Um, it wasn't me. It was not you. Okay. No, but but it's like 
we we set up okay here here is the show here is the expectation here is the cost we've agreed to here are the deadlines da, 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 right so we meet all of that everybody's happy october comes and goes november comes and goes and december comes and then the payment for that project shows up hmm. mm -hmm. yeah so there's no planet on which um, a district business office is going to take that long to do something. The only way that happens is if the directors didn't do what they were supposed to do on the business side. Now, can things happen? Sure. Can things get lost in the mail? Yes. But you know what? If you want to keep the designer like on the side of good with you, pay them, make sure you, if they want to deposit, get them their deposit. You make that the very first thing that you take care of. And then when the new budget year starts, you, the very first POs that go in are to take care of whatever you still owe people for your show. Because if you don't do that, they will not want to work with you anymore. Not to mention if they're still working on your show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all right. What else, Jason? We got more on that. Um, Let's check check back to the outline here. Let's see. Communication. Commu okay, how do we? Well, how do we do that? What would be a good way to um, communicate with a designer about what you would like to see? Uh, phone call. Okay. Um, meet up somewhere. Sure. Google Meet or Zoom yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Now, what if that? What if you have that that meeting and the designer's not taking notes? Y'all just talking. Oh, well then how are they going to type it all up in an email? Okay. That, that was my point. So, so I have had multiple conversations with people over the years, walked away with one thing and they walked away with something completely different. Oh. Okay. And so once I finally got tired of that occurring, that's when I went to the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to put this in writing and I'm going to let them read through this and make sure we're all on the same page. And, and so, and at times, um, like I mentioned earlier, it was ignored, but other times, you know, they've been like, okay, well, hang on a second. As I look at this, here's what I think you're talking about. Let me just double check and make sure you make notes. And now all of a sudden we're back on the same page. So I, I think that's really, really important. If you, if you just, and here's another one, um, you get creative license. You do whatever you want. I trust you. Okay. As a, as a drill designer, I trust what you do. Okay, cool. I write something, share it with you. You're like, I, I don't like this. This is horrible. Okay. Well, I gave you the opportunity to tell me what you did want and you didn't give me anything. It's a lot like, um, trying to decide where to go eat, right? Where do you want to go eat? I don't know. Okay, well, let's go to Olive Garden. No, I, I don't can't want to go, stand, no, yeah. want to go there. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly what it is. And and so you just, some of, of the back and forth between designers and band directors is just some of the most ridiculous communication ever. And, and like, I've even had situations where I, you know, like, like we talked about, where here's this email where I've been specific here, 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 you've agreed to it. And then you act like you didn't get it. Yeah. You know, like I no. Oh, well, I mean, I see that now, but what? Okay. So you just ignored it. You forgot it existed. And now you've gone down this path and nobody's happy. Yeah. And Oh, by the way, as a designer, you're pushed for time because you've got other things that you've ignored too. Right. Yep. So, to me, it's, it's a lot about communication. It's a lot about identifying what is important to you as a director versus I think you need to ask the designers what's important to them. I think you need to know that and honor that, Yeah, you know, because if you don't, it's it, the relationship, the business relationship will fracture. It, it most certainly will. And, yeah. and you will not enjoy life when that occurs. And just like band directors talk, designers talk. Yeah. And you know, and, and sometimes, sometimes they, you know, they will get offended and they will decide they don't want to have anything to do with you, yeah. you know, in your program. And, and that's not good for anybody. Um, I don't necessarily agree 
with that approach. Um, you know, the, the whole, I'm just going to not even talk to you anymore. And you know, whatever, just, you know, you're not good enough for me anymore. I'm not, not a big fan of, of that approach, but again, at, at the most basic human element, like we all have the capacity to be turds, I guess, sure. you know, yeah. and, and especially when you're talking about something that involves a lot of money that involves student success and it involves your stress level as a band director. So let's last thing on this. Um, what happens? How do we communicate if something goes south? We get into a situation where we thought we had it all worked out and we receive something that there's a problem. We cannot do it. It's not going to work. How, what is our role as a director? Do what's best for the kids and your band staff. Okay. So what if that means that you have a conversation with the designer and the designer says, well, I can do that. I can redo that. Like you're asking me, but it's going to be two more weeks and $1,500. No. Okay. But well, then you're just going to have to deal. I'll find some, I'll do, do it okay. myself. But do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you do, you end up in that, in that situation. And that's one of the things that, you know, it, it just drives me absolutely bonkers when I hear that from directors. Cause for example, like we, we had a director, I had a director call this past, um, marching season and the question was this ballad that i just received is not going to work there's no possible way it's going to work and the designer is telling me it's going to be 1500 bucks and a lot more time to fix it and the question i asked i was like well how many pages of drill is it and he was like six and i i mean i i went through the roof i was like fifteen hundred dollars to adjust six pages of are you kidding me you know and and but the, the question essentially was is that reasonable and and in in my opinion i don't think it is um especially if we're talking about it's a design issue it's a staging problem in terms of where you know brass or woodwinds or percussion or guard like it doesn't work it doesn't it, it you know and we've talked about this before when we're talking about um, just marching band in general, cleaning shows and stuff. You know, if you're having to spend this exponential amount of time on this aesthetically pleasing move that just, it tanks everything, you're going to have to work on that the whole entire season. And you're yeah. going to hate that move the whole entire season. Yeah. And, and so at some level, we have to be able to arrive at the students being able to achieve those types of things we got to be okay with doing it, but, but if it just doesn't make any sense, then why? Yeah. And, 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 and the, okay, I gotta say one more thing. Go for and it. The, the designers, I know good and well, a lot of these guys, they know that this is going to be difficult when they send it, they know it's going to be problematic, but they do it anyway. And, and that just grates all over me. Sorry. Yeah. No, no this fine. is this is very much a soapbox episode for me today. No, absolutely, <laughs> and I and I know that we've said this before and stuff, but if you know if you do have that conversation, and I've had that conversation before in years past, I, I told you about the 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 one where I didn't get my drill on time at yeah, all, right? Right, and you know I at that age and at that point in my career. I didn't know enough people, and I didn't know to reach yep. out, so I just dealt with it. Exactly. But if, if, you know, if that had been now, I would have said, no, that this is not going to be good for my kids. Right. If this is the way we're going to operate, I'm right. moving on. And, I'm doing something and, else. Yeah. And, and there are guys out there that will offer to rewrite stuff if you need it. If you need that yeah. service, they will do that for you. It may just be you got to figure out who they are. Right. You know, which again, one of the reasons why we started this whole project was because we wanted to increase the level of resources available for younger directors that end up having to navigate some of the stuff that we already have walked through ourselves. And, and so, you know, don't be afraid to reach out and go, Hey, I've got a problem with my drill and I can't fix it. Cause there's guys that don't know how to ride drill. I yeah, mean, nothing. you know, college drill design class, that doesn't get it done. I'm sorry. It just doesn't get it done. I wrote drill for my first show ever. And it was two sets. We marched it twice. And then called it for the season. Oh my goodness! Two and sets. I marched it. I marched. I marched you, one of the spots. Yeah, you marched. Oh, at halftime. Yeah. 
Okay. I've told you this before. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. yes that's right. But And you got like some kind of award from the school district for being like no, the I best trumpet not. player on the no, field. No, absolutely not. No, but if I, I don't know. I, I don't write drill, but I think that, I think that if somebody really needed it, I could write drill for one show. And then from then on out, I would just reverse that drill and then write it back forwards again sure. and reverse it. And sure. That's so like a great could, idea. Like if you say, hey, I need you to write my show for me, Jason. Um, just do whatever you want. Like I trust you. I'd write one show. So whoever got it first was going to get the product, and you'd, right? And you'd play reeling in the ears, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's, you, wrote, that, you wrote the drill for that's that. The, <laughs> so that's the show that we did when COVID happened. Yeah. Is, six steps apart. Yeah. 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 So. No, six feet apart. Yeah, four-step block. Everybody was on a force. It was so bad. Yeah. It was such a terrible design project. You well, know, won, the tune was cool won. though. Yeah, yeah, it won. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it won the, the it COVID, won COVID, yeah. COVID, COVID band contest. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, but, do you think that everybody would notice if you wrote drill for a school and they trusted you? Yeah. Right. And then the next year you wrote the same drill, but it was in reverse. Well, the the. The idea that you would want to do that, like, I don't know what the point would be. I mean, maybe you have like 30 clients and you need to save time. No, that's <laughs> not a thing. No, 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 no. It would no, save no, no. time for the band because the spots would already be marked on the field if you use paint sticks. Okay, well, you know what? If that's something that the director wants to consider, <laughs> whatever. But, but uh, you know, okay, and you bring up a, a, a valid point. You know, when you... When you look at drill specifically, okay, there's, there are, in today's marching band environment, there are a lot of very similar moves that happen from show to show to show. They don't happen in the same order. Sometimes they are small versions of the moves. Sometimes they are large versions. Sometimes they are spinoffs. They're, they're, but, but essentially, we're talking about moving directionally on the field there's only so many different ways that you can be original with doing those things but what happens is like we talked about earlier with the, this formula of okay we're going to open this way and then we're going to do this and we're going to do this we're going to do this and then we apply that same thought process to all the other groups that we're writing for for whatever reason i mean so i've had I have had two shows back to back, okay, where the first four or five moves of the opener in this year, not this year, but but in the first year, were identical to the first four or five moves in the opener the next year. Absolutely identical. It was the same stuff. And so that was the end of that. And did you give did you give the upperclassmen the same spot they had last year? No, oh. no. It was it, it was it, well, and it was a situation where the designer, um, and, and was, I mean the designer's good. Don't get me wrong, but where the designer just didn't meet expectations at all and just did what they thought was going to work. And, and and but but as you go back and you look at different shows that people have written, you see, you will see things that they commonly do now yeah. a lot of times you know we we put transitions together because it's cool the way it comes out so it's okay to hey yeah we know where that's going there may be a little bit of um anticipation of knowing what direction it's going to go but it's if it builds in an in a crescendo like manner if it's an, a really cool arc moment then you're getting credit for that you know yeah so i don't know i don't mind seeing it myself it's just, seeing I've what? only had, like, seeing similarities in shows. No, so, no. I don't mind seeing it, but yeah. I've, I've had the situation years ago that um, my students saw it. And so they might be up in the stands yep. at a marching contest and say, hey, they're doing the exact same moves as us. Right. And I just, I don't know. That's not something that the, I can, I mean, I can, you know butter that up a little bit and no. say nice stuff but no. like you know okay there there's a there's a difference between doing similar basically using similar um moves vocabulary technique versus um i took this approach because i was tight on time 
So if you're not like from my standpoint, I want a designer to actually spend appropriate time on my show. I don't want a designer to go copy, paste, copy, paste, copy, paste. Here we go. And, and to me, I just, I feel like that's wrong on so many levels. I'll tell you another one I don't, don't care for is people that allow for ghostwriting where, you know, you're going through whatever company or whatever individual and they farm out for a lesser amount so that they don't have to actually write the show. They just put their stamp on it and go, yeah, I did that. I, I don't particularly agree with that either. Yep. I, I just don't. Um, yep. I'm in agreement with that. So... What else? What else on this? Have we beat this to death yet? I think so. Yeah, I, I think I think really too. You know, you just as a director, what's your comfort level? Can you communicate with your designer? And are you getting what you expect in terms of that response and communication? And if you're not, like, if you reach out to a designer and it's forever before they get back to you, even on an initial request, that's an indicator right there. That is an indicator. And, and then if you're continuing to, you know, try to walk through what is putting the music together process look like, and that's taking forever, that is an indicator. And so as you guys are all preparing, I know most, most of, of us are going to be talking marching band drill and music around TMEA. Like when we come up here in February, now, not on break necessarily, but now is the time to be thinking about what do those conversations need to look like and where can you get some assurance that your perspective and point has been communicated? How do you have evidence to show that you have gotten your point across? Are you assuming that you got your point across or do you know? And that makes a huge difference. Um, in, in that whole realm of things. And I, I will say this, the way, like when I write, what I do is I do a few sets at a time and then I'll take a, a little small video. And I, cause what I, what I'll do is, is collaborative. I work collaboratively with staff, right? Yeah. So I'll do four or five sets and then I will send it to the director and go, Hey, what do you think about this? And I, I like doing that because at that moment, if anybody is like, yeah, I'm not real sure about that. Okay. Then I can, I can manage that right then and there. If I go 12, 15 sets in and then I send it, well, that's a whole lot of time where if there's an issue that for whatever reason it occurred, now I've got to spend that same amount of time going back and trying to resolve it. And so, you know, the, the thing about that is what, what think of it on like a, a Doug anger scale, you know? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> so if you tell him after four or five sets that you don't like what he did, he's at like a three or a four. If he goes 20 sets in, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I guess, okay. But, but here, here's the point there though, is if you as the director are going back to your designer and saying, I need these 75 changes. <laughs> And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that, that's another, another thing where you just have to really consider the communication on the front end is just the best policy when it comes to this stuff. Now, is that foolproof? No. Do people do unethical things? Yes. Are people dishonest? Yes. All of that stuff occurs. And so it's not really, nobody's really immune from having a, a poor experience. All we're really talking about here is, everyone on both sides, designers, directors, both doing their due diligence with regard to having whatever business relationship you're going to have. And then just making sure that both parties meet the expectations, meet or exceed. That's it. Meet or exceed the expectations. And, and if you'll do that, everybody will be a lot happier. Um, nobody's going to be out talking about how you totally hose their band program because you you know, ghosted somebody for three weeks and then said, Oh, here, by the way, here's your music. And, and that garbage happens all the time. And, and I just, I don't know why I, I don't know why, but guard against that by having these discussions. If you're going to meet with your designers at TMEA, put your questions together. And then 
Then after you've had the meeting, send an email with a follow-up that goes over all of the things that you talked about to make sure it's there and in writing. It's hard to argue with something that's there and in writing. Yeah. You know, it, it just is. So if uh, we can be of assistance with any of your questions about how to approach this, have these discussions with designers, we'll be happy to entertain uh, any of that, you know, um, yeah. and, and, and I will say there will be some designers who might listen to this and go, nope, I don't agree with that. And that's okay. We're all entitled to, to our opinions. I just know <laughs> my own experience. I know your experience and I know the experience of so many directors that I have talked to around the state, it's a very, very common occurrence for those things to not happen the way that they're supposed to in the name of, oh, well, I just didn't have enough time, or, well, I can redo it, but it's gonna cost you $2,000 more, or, you know, and I just, I just don't, I don't think any of that is necessary. You know, being a band director is hard enough, being a designer is hard enough as it is without us creating problems, you know? Yeah. So anyway, um, have a great holiday folks. Uh, we're going to be taking some time off, uh, as well. So won't have any more podcasts until the new year. Um, but please make sure you take care of your mental, emotional health and well-being over the holidays. I, I know that that time is not always the most fun time for everyone. Uh, a lot of stress and sometimes not great memories and traumas and things of that nature. So just you know, take care of yourself, make sure that you are, um, fueling your body, getting some rest. So eat a um, lot of food. Don't do that. No, 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 that's not what Just I'm saying. Fueling. fueling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not Lots. filling. There's a difference. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. We'll, we'll see you guys next time around. Merry Christmas.